Hello, hello. This is Trixie and the Pussycat. I'm Trixie. And I'm the Pussycat. And we're here to talk to y'all about our adventures in the polyamorous and kink worlds, particularly as black women. We hope to share some insight, post some questions, and have some laughs. Think of us as your kinky godmothers with a little bit of a wine buzz. A lot of a wine buzz. <laughs> <laughs> So in order to actually get the fucking podcast going, we actually have to tell people who the hell we are. Fair. I am Trixie. And bitch, I'm a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes you are. Yes you are. Super mother. Overworked mother. Crazy mother. A mother that has not been fucked in 14 days. But we're going to talk about that later. That's such a long time. That is a long ass time. Jesus Christ. I love the fact that you're a mother because you are a bad bitch for coordinating all this shit. I don't even know how I do it. I don't have a clue. I think you a superhero. <laughs> like, I'm not even a wine mom. Like, we got wine right now, but I only have wine like twice a week. Shout out to the wine. These stay-at-home moms, these Xanax wine moms. Uh-uh. I, don't, I, I couldn't function. You too busy for that shit. I'm really surprised. Like, I think this is wonderful. I'm so glad we finally getting around to actually doing this podcast. We've been talking about this for a couple of months now, but yep. you are so busy. I'm so busy that I was almost afraid we wasn't going to get this shit started. Yeah, because like starting a new job and moving mm-hmm. away from family, like I'm still close to friends and family members up here. But at the same time, I just had to restructure our whole life. Yeah, we've been living since she was like six months old. So, yeah, this shit hard. Get away from my drink. (laughs) Get away from my drink. (laughs) But anyways, um, we had a guest, a little fucking gnat that's trying to get on my wine. You ain't finna get on my wine. Unacceptable. I need my wine to finish this fucking episode. I'm in this bitch to drink wine and be funny. And that's what the (laughs) hell I'm gonna do because it breaks me away from my day-to-day life of being a mom and working in fucking human resources. By the way, that is what I do. I work the most boring job you can think of. <laughs> and when I get off work, I do nothing. You're a mother. That, yeah. But I do nothing. I mean, yeah. You hang out with your kid. Being, you hang out with me. <laughs> like, being a mom is just second nature. So I just get home, do mom shit. I do nothing. Right. Like, as an adult, because my child does not like for me to be an adult. <sighs> She is a beautiful, clingy human being. And I love her so. Living it in my left armpit. Always, always. And that's why I told you when we do this show, I'm just going to drink wine and be funny. I want absolutely no parts of the structures and the outlines and all that other shit because once I step into this house, I'm not mom. I'm not Trixie, the HR generalist. You just get to be Trixie. And this is what I wanted for you, bitch. Yes. This is what I wanted for you. Yes. I wanted you to have a space to talk about the shit that we like talking about and not have to worry about all the other bits of life's demands. This is our our fantasy playground to talk about the things that matter to us. And I like this outlet way better than I like blogging. Mm-hmm. Because even though I like writing, niggas don't read. <laughs> Niggas don't read. Niggas don't read. We gotta bring it back. <laughs> we gotta bring it back. But reading is fun and fundamental. Yes. Oh my God. Was it? Was that a little John song? Do you remember that song? 
Read a book, <laughs> nigga. Oh, if I get booked, nigga. Wear deodorant, nigga, or something like that. I need okay. I need niggas to play this song again because they not reading books. They not wearing deodorant. They not washing their dicks. Spoiler alert. Um, they not doing a lot of stuff. And we need an escape from all that. We need an escape from regular lives. So. Trixie introduced us though. Yeah, like I'm a mom and I work a boring ass job. Who the fuck are you? Glasses, titties, (laughs) puff. Damn, don't be describing (laughs) me. They might recognize me on these streets. No. (laughs) So I go by the pussycat. And yeah, no, I'm I'm completely with you. All All I do is work. I work from home. I'm a therapist. So all I do is listen to everybody else's shit. And somebody recently asked me, like, what do you do to unwind? How do you come down from the mental and emotional stress of talking to other people? I was like, I talk about me mm-hmm. <laughs> and my you, shit. You a mother too. <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> Damn near. No, I don't got a kids of my own, but it feel like it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm mothering everybody else. And you so, baby tricks is mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I take care. That's my baby. Y'all, if, if y'all hear me refer to my baby, that that's who I'm talking about. Cause, cause I'm gonna claim that one, but <laughs> I don't claim most of the other ones. But yeah, I'm, I I basically stay in my house. And Trixie, the only reason, one of the only reasons I get out of here to interact with another grown up where I don't have to be, you know, so put together and and professional and therapeutic, and uh, you know. To get my rocks off in this Polynesian mm-hmm. King community. At least you can keep on your professional tone. As soon as I hit this mic, you're going to get this Southern twang, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that is the other difference between us. Like, you you just moved your entire life up here in, in our undisclosed region of the South. I moved from up north. So I just did a major move about six, seven months ago. Yeah. And damn, bitch, I've known you a long time. You knew me when baby tricks was just in my belly doing tricks, just flipping in the middle of our training sessions at our old job. Yes. It has been literally six, seven years. You knew her crazy ass before she even (laughs) made it to this earth. Oh, God. I love looking at her and seeing all of my treats and shit come up. But especially the not wearing fucking pants. We part. don't wear pants here. We don't wear pants here. As soon as she gets out, as soon as she walks through the door, where, where the hell are your pants? I ain't green at her than six months old, bitch. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Back when she was a potato. Oh, God, I miss the potato. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, this is, welcome to our escape. Welcome to our real lives. I think this is more us. Yeah. Than our professional personas. You know what I mean? Because I do this shit to pay the bills. Like my my nine to five or Mm -hmm. my eight to five. I do that shit to pay bills. And I went to college for a long ass time for it. Right. And I'm I'm back in college for the shit. So I have to do it. If I can make money off this shit, I would drop all of that in a heartbeat. Help us manifest this into reality. Definitely like, share, subscribe, and all the things that you need to do with podcasts to get us up. Because we're not trying to do this shit for Cash up a single mom if you want to. <laughs> but yeah, so we wanted to tell y'all a little bit about us. You'll hear tidbits about our personal lives as it goes on. You know, we're going to definitely be using code names for those important people that come up in these stories. Because you all hear some stories. Y'all going to hear some stories. And don't ask me 
to talk about parenting all the time. Mm-mm. Because that's the shit y'all did with the blog. <laughs> Don't do it. Um, plug to uncensored single mommy if y'all looking for it. Yeah, anyway. look at that. Look at that. But anyways, um, yeah, it's a lot of mom blogs and mom podcasts out there. You go listen to them bitches. I'm talking about dicks. <laughs> We're talking about dicks. We're talking about pussy. We're talking about sex. We're talking about love. We're talking about relationships, communications. We're talking about kink. We're talking about poly. We're talking about all the things that we'd rather be talking about. And the sexy parties. And the sexy parties. <laughs> That's got to be one of my favorite parts about this lifestyle. Because we didn't meet through this. That's the funniest part about it. We didn't meet through anything like this. I don't even remember how you and I started talking about these things we've had in common this entire time. I honestly don't know. Mm. Like, Because when we met... <laughs> We had shit going on. Like, I was very much pregnant and in a shitty relationship. I didn't even know you. I did not know you were this fucking funny. Y'all, when I tell you she had me cracking the fuck up, her funniest style is when she's being dead serious, straight face. Y'all can't see it because we're not doing visuals yet. But she'll be just straight face telling the truth. And it is the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. I looked at her. I was like, this bitch going to be my friend one way or the other. For a couple of weeks, y'all didn't even know I talked. Y'all I didn't know. even know I was pregnant. I was just in the corner in silence. Just sitting here big eyed and mad, but she funny, y'all. And I try. I try. <laughs> I think it was in the midst of the shitty relationship and dealing with the nugget. Um talking about just needing an escape from all of this and and how we wanted relationships to be. I think that's how it started. Yeah. How we wanted our relationships to look. Because being in bad relationships and dealing with monogamy is like the only possible option, even though it wasn't. Yeah. Not knowing what else was out here. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I knew that I didn't want to be in a monogamous relationship. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it was something that it was the right thing to do. Supposedly. Supposedly. For me, it was more like, I, I guess it was almost the same. It was, like, it was the right thing to do, but it was the right thing to do because it's what I had agreed on. I, I always said, like, I was monogamous because the people I was with was monogamous. Because that was what they expected and what they wanted. I mean, yeah, I made that agreement too. But I was the only one holding up my end of the agreement. Fair, because we definitely going to have conversations about what cheating looks like in this shit. Be- but (laughs) so a lot of people know what monogamy looks like and i think people have a basic idea of what polyamory is but they may not know exactly so i want to know how do you define it you want my definition of it or you want google's definition i want you we can get into google's definition but i want (laughs) to know your definition (laughs) mine is quite similar to what you would find if you research it is a desire for more than one partner in a romantic way, in a sexual way, or what have you. I got in trouble a lot in my last relationship because I couldn't just make it, yeah, I want to go over here and fuck this person, then I'm coming back. Yeah, I have to get to know someone. So you were building intimate relationships with other people not just sexual relationships. So it was kind of cool. It sounded like part of y'all agreement in the relationship was it was okay to have sex with other yeah. people, but it wasn't okay to have intimate relationships. Yeah, it was easier for my most recent ex, we're going to call him Short Fuse, mm-hmm. 
it was easier for him to just go out, fuck a bitch in the back of his car, and come home and tell me about it. I can't just meet a guy and just say, oh, we're going to fuck, and then I go fuck, and then I come back. No, I have to have a conversation with you. We have to go out on a date, at least take a walk in the park or some shit like that. And then I can decide whether or not I want to have sex with you. Right. I need to build that type of relationship in order to have sex. Um, I get you because. And that uh, shit was a problem. When I was with Sergeant Fuckboy over there, his whole. Uh, upset boy. <laughs> his whole thing was he was upset about how easy it was for me to form um, friendships and intimate connections on that level with other people. He always associated my closeness in friendships with other men as inherently sexual. So he was constantly accusing me of fucking around and cheating with people. I was like, I'm not. I could. I would like to. But I know that that's not what our agreement is. So I'm not. I'm choosing to behave in a monogamous way, even though I know I could easily fall for and have relationships with more than just you. I mean, you can't. Like part of your job is building bonds and trust with your clients. Just like part of my job is adhering to policy and ethics and confidentiality and also building bonds and relationships with employees in order for them to make me make them comfortable with coming to me about their problems in the workplace and everything like that. So that carries on into my relationships as well. Right. The my particular field, um, is all about context, I mean, context, contextual relationships. For me, anytime you interact with anybody, interact with the world, interact with an environment, you're building a context, you're building a relationship. It's mm-hmm. all relationships. My entire job, career, and core of my being is building relationships. And part of what I do is building healthy relationships. And I was realizing that a lot of the monogamous relationships I was in were not inherently healthy. And I was choosing some of them because I I didn't want to be alone. Yep. I'm relationship based. I like being in them and being with somebody who wants to be monogamous and feeling like, well, if I don't do this this way, then I'm, I'm going to be alone. It was coming from a place that wasn't healthy. I've noticed with me, at least, that since I've started my polyamorous journey, once I started my kink journey and figuring out who I am and what I want. I've been able to take a step back from being in relationships out of need and be into relationships out of want. Mm-hmm. This feels better for me. And I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. I don't want to be everybody's cup of tea. I'd rather be somebody's shot of whiskey, but. <laughs> I'm trying to be your douce, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the oh. douce is way better than Hennessy. Is it? Nah, I don't like either, but it's fine. I like. I'm trying to be your honey, Jack. Put you on your back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Yeah, I'm just trying to have healthy, happy, fun relationships with with people who care about me too. Damn it! Like I feel like that shouldn't be that hard, but it has been inherently hard. So yeah, my definition of polyamory is caring for multiple people, having relationships with multiple people, not just sex, but intimacy um, as well, friendship, relationships, Mm -hmm. all of those things. And 
my definition of polyamory is centered around trust, communication, and consent. Those are the three pillars for me. Yeah, and both of our definitions, like personally, they align with Google's definition mm -hmm. of polyamory, which is polyamory is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the informed consent of all partners involved. Yes, very much so. And that looks different for other people. Some like some people do a don't ask, don't tell policy. There's still consent, but they're they're saying, I don't want to know. I don't I, need to know the details. I need to know. The cook queen in me <laughs> needs to know. I need to see it. I you keep dropping these terms. Detail. I don't know that everybody knows what a cut queen is, boo. I'm watching my nigga fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a details Basically. person too because of that trust and that honesty. I need to know. I am I like nosy it. bitch. I went into therapy because I like helping people and because I like knowing people's fucking business. And it allowed me to do so ethically. <laughs> and I went into HR because I wanted to be a therapist, but then I realized how fucking long I had to go to school for it. <laughs> so I ended up taking the other route where I can help people still, but I can do it with a four-year degree or no degree. Hey, <laughs> they should have told me. And I'm still helping people. You are. You are extremely helpful. I try, and it's one of those things where I just have to build a connection with people work-wise I and think people, personally people need to build a connection with you because if they don't know you your face is scary <laughs> i terrified people you terrified the hell out of me when we met this girl's <laughs> blank stare looking like fuck you and everybody in this room bruh i had that facial expression like on full blast when i was in dallas spoiler alert um <laughs> We would just be talking and I just zone out. And they was like, you do shrooms, don't you? I was like, I don't do any kind of drugs. I just check completely out because mm -hmm. I've reached capacity of people. Um, I'm an <laughs> INFJT. You too? INFJT. What the fuck does the T mean? Turbulence. <laughs> but um, INFJ is the people-oriented mm -hmm. introvert. Yes. So I'm going to go into my shell after I figure out what you niggas need. Fair. After I talk to you niggas and make you niggas laugh, then I'm going to go take a nap for like <laughs> 20 hours. Because you're exhausted. Yeah. And um, it's really interesting because I'm an INFJ too. I don't know about that T, but I am. I definitely fall a little bit on the line of an introvert. I'm probably more of an ambivert, but either way, I I thought this would not this lifestyle would not align with me mm -hmm. because I'm I like to describe myself as an empath. I take on people's energies. If I walk into the me room and the energy is off, I feel it and it really fucks with me. I'm shutting down. Right. So to to have multiple people in my life, I thought I wasn't gonna be able to do this. I have tried with monogamy for so long because I knew at least that part of myself. I am easily influenced by other people's emotions. So to have more than one person in my my inner, inner circle, if people fucked up, I'm fucked up. So with those people, are they just men? Are they men and women? So I'm bisexual. I have typically dated men. Why? Because I'm straight passing. Mo I don't get it. Women, I love you. <laughs> but I swear they can't tell that I like them. I don't get it. And you know, I'm over here in the ghetto where I'm just straight and I can't do anything about it. I'm sorry for you. Sexuality is not a choice. 
It's not. It's, it's not, not a choice. Do you think I would be fucking these niggas? Only fucking these niggas. <laughs> if you had a if choice. If I had a fucking choice. <laughs> I remember you said something to me a while about a while back. You were talking about you're straight, but you're not like man straight. I'm not man straight. Because when we get to the parties, like with the lifestyle parties and the swinger parties or whatever, um, word has gotten around that I'm straight. Yeah. So all the lesbian and bisexual women who hit on me and stuff like that, they're like, oh, I heard you straight. I don't know if I can do this or I don't know if I can do that. I'm going to still touch your ass. I'm going to look at your ass. That's I'm going to look nice, at them titties. I'm going to nice let you ass. touch mine. I'm not like when niggas are straight or supposedly straight. And be like, I don't want no niggas touching me. I don't want them looking at me for what? I want you to look at me. I want you to feel on this. I am blessed. <laughs> I am in a blessed position. Oh, my God. This girl. Y'all can't see her. Sucks to suck. Like I'm, I'm comfortable. I don't think. Oh, if I let this woman touch me, then I'm gay. I'm just gonna solely like women after this. I'll just be chilling. Yeah. You can appreciate. I think there's something too aesthetically pleasing. There are a lot of people who are aesthetically pleasing, and I, I love that about you that you can recognize that women are attractive. Mm -hmm. They have attractive features. You could be fascinated by them and still be like, I have no sexual I just attraction. Can't fuck them. Because it makes <laughs> it makes a difference. It makes like, a difference. You've heard my story where I've kissed your girlfriend. My girlfriend. And your girlfriend's titty was in my mouth. And I was like, oh, this cool. Yeah. You was like, not a pathetic sexuality. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because I was like, oh, this is cool, whatever. And she was it's like, It's a I very didn't... different reaction when it's in mine. She was like, I didn't know you were bi. I was like, I'm, I'm not. not. I was just in the bed getting fucked and you were there. And he was like, kissed her. And I was like, okay. Sure. <laughs> didn't make shit weird. It's a very different reaction for me. Like, it, it really did feel like I was in the ghetto because I, I know I'm bi. I've always, well, not always, but like since I was like 12, I've known that I'm so attracted always. to, always. <laughs> I've known I've been attracted to women, not just emotionally, romantically, sexually, all of the things. I'm like, I want it in my life, but they don't recognize it and I'm not aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't come on to me, then um, I'm going to definitely stay by ass in the corner. Oh, when you met my best friend, Ginger, ma'am. Well, see, there was there was alcohol involved. And Ginger is pansexual and very aggressive. <laughs> I love that about her. I love that about her. All of your friends have been... Why are you the only straight person in your group of friends? Is that what's happening There's here? Two other. No, three other. Okay. 80% of my friends well, are... That's new. But yeah, I was thinking maybe because niggas men was gay. <laughs> Very much so. I was dating men because men was dating me. And I was in monogamous relationships because the men I was dating wanted to be in monogamous relationships. And then I was like, okay. I mean, it lines up with a lot of the other goals that I have. I think that confuses people when I want to tell them, be open about this. I want to get married one day. I want to have kids. I want to have you know, what I would consider a nesting partner. Does it have to be with a man? It doesn't. It really doesn't. That's um, interesting because it's my first time hearing that. Really? You. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. Just like, I, I don't know if I'm going to naturally, you know, get pregnant. I'm hoping to it. But I don't want no more kids. I want all my friends to have all the kids. Yeah. At this point, all my friends done had all the kids. They're going to have them. my kids going to be lonely. But it's all right. I'm going to hang out kids. <laughs> But yeah, I, it doesn't have to be. I, I want a traditional 
somewhat traditional idea. I want to have kids. I want to be married. I told I told everybody I'll be a housewife. You I'm okay get with you that. A studs, baby. <laughs> nah, I see most I'm not. I'm not a studsman person. But me and studs do not get along. Why don't studs like me? Because mm, anyway, <laughs> why don't studs? I need to know off topic. Why don't studs like me? I get along with fems. The only studs I get along with are Short Fuse's um, cousin and my other best friend's fiance. I think it's because you can have very masculine energy. We're supposed to click. Yeah, nah, because you're not a stud, though. Oh. You're not. And so you're confusing to most people, though. It's not just them. You're confusing to most people. But when it comes to dudes, you're fascinating because mm-hmm. you're different. When it comes to studs, you're odd oh, because you the like them but not like them. fuck is this bitch? You a whole fucking oddity, but it's wonderful. The fems go crazy for Trixie. Mm-hmm. The studs don't like me. <laughs> I haven't interacted with too many studs. I think I I haven't I haven't really done that. I don't know why. I'm drawn to what I like. I remember we were working at our old job, and one stud came by, and she looked like a fucking thumb. And you were like, she is sexy, and we look like who? The judgment. <laughs> this is a judgment free zone, like Planet Fucking Fitness. Stop. Don't come for me. Look, you be judging my niggas. Your niggas look like aliens and Doberman pinchers. My recent niggas have been noise. It's weird. <laughs> Fair, but it's weird. But yeah, um, we don't have enough time to get into all the stuff we want to talk about, but that's the beauty of a podcast. Right. That means we have lots of opportunities to talk to y'all about all the things that are on my mind and on her mind with the wine and all the things. So mm-hmm. please comment, like, subscribe. We're going to make sure we include our, our information in here at some point. And we hope to see y'all again. And if you a stud, let's be friends because I'm real nice. <laughs> <laughs> Stop disliking me.